welcome to Brainstew, the ultimate A to Z podcast. All views and opinions are that of our own and do not reflect or promote the views of others. It's the Brain Stew Christmas special. Wow. Wasn't that festive? I am feeling very festive now, Chris. That was amazing. Was it the dolphin that did it? It did, yeah. Snuck yeah, I'll be having dolphin a then. dolphin for Christmas dinner this year. What about you? Uh, probably not dolphin, no. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know what I'm having, actually. Yeah. I have no idea. I believe turkey. I'm, I'm not a fan of the old turkey. Toiki. Toiki, yeah. Dry? Too dry? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's not in my top two favourite favorite choices. I'd oh, probably presumably one's <laughs> dolphin. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the other one? No, I think um, we'll probably talk more about Christmas food later on, but um, I think I'll always go chicken over, over turkey. Interesting. Yeah. Strong. Strong. So. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy, happy Crimbo. Wow. It's been a festive season, has it? It's all kind of snuck up on us. With it like, has been. Oh, like season one wrap and um, the finale episode. Yeah. Um, and all of our little shenanigans going on in our studio and the endless task of sorting all this year's out. And, yeah, so uh, this is just a cheeky little episode to, yeah. to round the year off and um, send some festive cheer to everybody's ears. Pop in and, and say hello to everyone, see how you're all doing and uh, yeah. Go yeah. from there. So you all, uh, are you all sorted for Christmas? You no, not got at all. Are you wrapped for Christmas? No. No. No, same. No, same. I kind of wait normally until I finish from work, and that's like quite late this year. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be fairly stressed. Um, but luckily, I, my wife does most of it. I was going to say, is it the same in your house as, as it is mine? Um, yeah. The wife, uh, they're normally pretty organised, aren't they? Yeah, I make a few decisions, or I like to tell myself that I make a few decisions, but ultimately, yeah, she just sorts it all out, and we kind of go from there. So, yeah, it is what it is, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Who's the um, who's the chef in your house Christmas Day? Um, oh, it's probably not me. <laughs> so, obviously, your, your household's a bit different to mine. You, you've got more bodies about, so... Um... Yeah, because we, to be fair, it, it, it all really depends on, like, where we go and what we're doing and who we're having over, because, yeah. like, last two years ago, I did a um, food from around the world Christmas. Oh, yeah. So, rather than doing your traditional toiki... What's well, so like a curry or something? I did three different things. So, I did a, um, a Pakistani curry, so you've got a traditional yeah. recipe, made that. I made... Um, Two traditional Ethiopian dishes. Okay. So Dora Wat and a Goma Wat. Really, really nice. Uh, a South African dish. Wow, you were prepared. And I made one more and I can't remember what it was. No, it's gone. So um, this this is just like a, a small bowl of each, is no, it? I, or is I, it like I, enough I for a week? I was feeding for like 10 people. So uh-huh. um, it was literally like, yeah, I did like... Um, a huge like um tray of each like baked to tray and a like sort of tier like three massive curries and just yeah sort of and it was like kind of help yourself to a bit of it that was it i made a oh, i can't remember which fucking one it was now damn i swore so early on oh wow um <laughs> i i i think it was the ethiopian one because there's loads of boiled eggs like full boiled eggs Ooh. in it and in like a really hot spicy curry with like bear seasoning it was epic. Well, that sounds pretty good it was super hot and super mm. nice but yeah but kind of all of these like different things kind of like it would have been like if you went to 
um, Zaza Bazaar. Yeah. And then, but you just like literally hit every single cuisine in there on one plate. That's kind of. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the kind of thing I did. So yeah, no, that's, that, that was a quite a stressful day because I made all, all my own bread for it as well. So in between right. doing all of that. Did you was, prepare like the week before? I had the night before because I, I finished <laughs> work the day before. So I was like, okay, so I've got the night to like get, like leave all my dough to prove in the room and stuff like that. And mm. the next day I had to make it all. Yeah, it was, it was fun. So you get this year off then? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't, I not not a clue what's going on this year. Yeah, no, happy with that. Happy with decent, that. mate. Yeah. You chefing? Well, it's probably going to be a, a, a joint effort. We're having a quiet one this year, so just just the four of us. And um, yeah, yeah, probably just double hander it. Nice. <laughs> oh, and the cooking. Yeah. <laughs> ho ho ho! Right. So should we? Uh, we're going to talk talk you guys through the our top five Christmas songs. Yep. Um, of all time. Of all time. <laughs> um, should we go top five down to one? And uh, you guys listening might might not approve or agree with our top five songs. But so let's do it. Yeah. And I think, again, as always, chat at brainstew.co.uk. Let us know what your thoughts are. So what have you got at number five? <laughs> it's uh, not a cricket anthem. It's... um. It's by the lovely boys in Slade. Okay. Yeah, classic Slade song. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's nice. It's one that comes on, and I think, yeah, that's that's decent. I I can sing along to that one. Don't don't tire of that one as much as like some of the others, maybe. Well, I played in the covers band once, and um, we actually covered it. Yeah. And it was fucking ridiculously bad. It was so bad. <laughs> We played it on this... Um, Did someone do that? It's Christmas! I, I think that, that was the only caveat I had in the whole thing that was like, if you do that, we're not doing this. Yeah. Um, we played in this pub on um, the Isle of Portland. Um, in um, Was it the George? No, it wasn't. It was uh, the Green Shutters, which is now closed mm. now. But yeah. it was like... Um, it used to be next to a massive Navy base. So it used to be like a really popular... Oh, right. And, and yeah, I know where Navy right. base moved yeah. and it, it kind of became... But it was this really kind of dingy, horrible, you know, not very festive at all in there. No. And uh, yeah, we, we turned up and we played a Christmas Eve set in there to about six people. And it was... <laughs> it was soon as that we like we played that song, it, it was just... Yeah. You, you know when you watch your covers band, you're like, there's just like no effort has gone into like rehearsing and preparing this song. That was literally... It's, it's literally learn it as you play it live. Yeah, uh, same thing like in oh, 2002, we did um, a um, a cover of um, Three Lions yeah. by Lightning Siege. Yeah, and, <laughs> That's uh, interesting. Uh, just, oh yeah, because England are in the World Cup. Yeah, I suppose better learn something. And it was just poor, beyond poor. Yeah, speaking of Three Lions, it's devastating to see him go out. Yeah, so I, I didn't actually see much of it. Um I, I was going to see the brewery for my uh, my work's Christmas do. Yeah. And we had this amazing food. If you if you if you're ever in um Cern Abbas, um go to the Cern Abbas brewery and check out Papa Cheese. Oh that's uh, good. grill house. Uh it's in a barn, so it was freezing, literally freezing. Yeah. Um but it's the best barbecued grilled food I've ever had in my entire life. Oh, that sounds good. And it it's to the point that they had the big TV on, a uh, big screen on, but it kept crashing. Of course and it is. couldn't watch football yeah. so people are watching it on their phone 
And I was like sat there watching it on my phone, drinking this Cern Abbas beer from the brewery and eating like ribs and pulled pork. And oh, it's just amazing. So a lovely time, but the football didn't happen. To be fair, like England could have won 8-0, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. It was just literally, it was all about the, the food. Why, why is it? Like technology's brilliant these days, but we can't get Wi-Fi right. We can't oh, get yeah. internet correct, can we? It's the gremlins in the machine, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so that was... um. That was football. It is, it is what it is. Good All luck right. to uh, France. Argentina. My number five, which yes, is what everyone's kind of waiting. Um, I've gone really controversial on this. Okay. Mm. Hit me with it. Stay another day, E17. Oh, do you know what? I heard that on the radio today. <laughs> and I was like, how did this song get popular? How? It's terrible, <laughs> but it's still a song that reminds me massively of Christmas. And yeah. it's just one of those ones. That I'm like, do you know what? It's a good Christmas song. It's yeah. really kind of like... Oh, I remember when I was young listening to this. So I was like, yeah, that it's, it warms the cockles. So off of that note, yep. E17 just got announced to play at Teddy Rocks Festival this week. They did. Which is a kind of a segue into that. But yeah, Teddy Rocks Festival based in, in Blanford, coming to you in April next year. Um, Feeder headlining, Jake Bug headlining. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got E17 and Venga Boys, which is just a hell of a laugh. Why not? Yeah, and Gold Looking Chain. Oh, yeah, of course. Good looking the chain. in as well, yeah. And it just got voted um, best family festival in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so pop along to that, guys, if you're... Check out your tickets. Teddy, Teddy 20 or teddyrocks.co.uk or .com? Probably, yeah, teddyrocks.co.uk, yeah. But yeah. Good um, stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, E17, number five for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan, but I get it. I, I, I'm not going to go and watch them at any time soon. No. Um, possibly at Teddy Rocks. But, um, yeah, no, I just, I, I, I feel all Christmassy when that song comes on. What you got for your next one? Oi. Number four. <laughs> number four. Number four. Um, a bit of a cheesy classic, Chris. Yeah. A bit of Shaking Stevens. Ooh. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, that 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 was close. It's, it's a foot tapper that one. <laughs> foot tapper. <laughs> it, it certainly is. Yeah. I've got. I've gone for things that kind of. I think it's more. Um, like memory. Yeah. Memory oriented, like century. It's just like a kind of. Um, I, I do like that. My kids love that one. Yeah, and one of my kids did his top five for this as well. Yeah, and um, I sadly forgot to bring it down, <laughs> oh, to, right. down to the studio, but um, we'll tell him we, it went on the show. Okay, um, but yeah, okay. So number four for me, I've got "Happy Christmas War Is Over." John Lennon, oh, great yeah. song, out of the Absolutely box, one, great right? song. Yeah. yeah, just really chilled out and kind of yeah, nice, nice tune. Yeah, always a always a good song. All right, um, let me find a jingle for number three. Um, yeah, let's go with that. Um, what do you got off number three? So I've mixed it up. Ooh. This isn't a classic. Okay. This is a, a pop punk classic Christmas song. Oh. Uh, by the lovely Blink-182. Of course. Yeah. And um, not another Christmas song. Okay. Yeah. Which, um, I don't know if you caught the video for that as well. No. It's um, like a, it like a claymation a... thing. where yeah. They're, yeah, yeah. They're all made out of... Is it stop motion clay? Type yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it's quite a cool video to watch. Um, yeah, Blink One Eight Two, not another Christmas song. What you got for number three? Wham, Wham, Last Christmas. Yeah, epic song. Love that song. That, that seems to be the start on lots of different playlists as well. So whenever I get my Christmas playlist on, I turn that one on. It's just like, oh, how can you not like? Get do you do you play Whamageddon? Do I play what? Whamageddon. Um, I played it last year. Yeah, failed miserably. Yeah, obviously this year I can't. Because I've listened to it like every yeah. Time. So for those of you who don't know what Whamageddon is, Jay, <laughs> talk to us about Whamageddon. Yeah, so it's to try and avoid hearing the song, um, and it it will catch you out whether you like it or not. So 
you once you've been whamageddoned, yeah. you have to hold your hand up. Say you go through the whole of Christmas without listening to, um, without hearing, um, wham. That, that's a pretty, mm, it's difficult, pretty hefty feat, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. In at number two. Number two. So number two again. I've gone for things that I've really enjoyed and um, driving home for Christmas. Oh yeah. Because every time at Christmas I finish work, that's the song I listen to on yeah. my way home and it gets me proper in the mood for everything because I'm like oh, I'm done ding ding no, ding yeah, nothing <laughs> nothing like to do with work anymore I can just chill out and I'm like yeah this is great yeah that is a tune yeah. that is a great tune um so number two for me I've um I've gone for another another alt rock pop punk tune yeah what you got my chemical romance oh wow yeah okay uh all I want for Christmas obviously a Mariah Carey cover yeah I think um that version of it is pretty pretty cool it's not the um, the most family friendly one, I suppose. It's a bit up there, a bit upbeat for your nan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, like, yeah. I mean, Mariah stuff is um, is very iconic, isn't it? With Christmas, it's very um, yeah. It's kind of it's the the Christmas anthem, isn't it? But um, so what, actually, while we're on them, I wanted to talk to you briefly about that. While we're on Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Mm-hmm. Um, I had a quick look at that recently and looking at the sort of the, the performance in sales compared to other songs and it, yeah. you know, that have come out of years. So no, 1994, Mariah Carey released that song. And as of December last year, 2021, uh, it uh, has sold, well, it's 12 times multi-platinum, basically. That's crazy. Yeah. So in terms of what the scale of that is platinum is obviously a, a million million sales and and i was like well, well what's multi-platinum then how many is that so according to to google multi-platinum is is two million plus right and she's 12 times multi-platinum wow so 24 mil plus do you think did she who get the who gets the royalties yeah that's that, that. that was gonna be my next question is where what does that break down to and what's <sighs> What she made from that? Can you imagine if you're a producer and you manage to get get like royalties on that? Yeah, that would be unreal, absolutely unreal. It's pretty impressive. There, she she must make um, a hefty amount every year. Surely you would have thought so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Anyway, um, number one, Chris. What's your what's your all time favorite Christmas song? Oh, it's Fairy Tale of New York. Is it? Yeah. Just... See, I think that one's um, kind of, you know, it's a. Uh, a 50-50 for a lot of people. It's like they love it or hate it. A bit of a Marmite track. I, how can you not love that song? Just the the whole, like, you know... He's deaf. He, he sounds pissed, though, doesn't he? Like, it's Christmas, but, you know, but, as he, when he comes in. But that's the thing, you know, <laughs> listen to the lyrics, the, the song of it, yeah. the, the story that he tells with it, and just the, the to and and fro in of it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's, it's not the greatest vocal performance ever. But yeah. Again, when when it kicks in, how can you not be happy? How can you did, not smile? Did, did. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do like that song. And the chorus is just brilliant. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I, I think it's not one that I listened to when I was younger, but like after discovering alcohol and you know, kind of going out and drinking and and Christmas being like more of a, a me thing. Yeah. Um, and then it being a family thing back when I have a family. That song has always stayed one that I'm like, I love this song so much. And it, it, yeah, for me, it's it's my absolute. Yeah, Absolutely no, good choice, good choice. Um, 
All right, so so yeah, number one for me is is Wham. Last Christmas, um, ah. there's a clash there. It's my number one, your number two. But um, like you were saying earlier about memories, that that one holds. Uh, my nan, when I was a kid, bought me this. Um, oh, what do you call it? Like a an over over the shoulder keyboard. Oh, okay. Um, she bought me one of those for Christmas. Yeah. And um, the demo button on it was last Christmas. Oh, no way. So it's like always been a. <laughs> that, when I hear that song, I remember pressing play on this bright red keyboard guitar thing. That's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, but w- yeah, what a tune! Love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's awesome. Top five um, Christmas songs from us. Okay, so now let's look at the top ten um, streamed Christmas songs of all time or since streaming yeah so obviously this is based off like you say when when streaming started and um when things were uploaded to spotify so okay (laughs) yeah oh she's she's appeared merry christmas do you you have any guesses to what's in the top 10 well mariah carey obviously yeah yeah Um, wham yeah um i'm gonna say um fairytale new york no. That's ridiculous. No. no. Um, so do you want me to go... Merry go Christmas, everyone. As in uh, Slade? Yeah. No. Okay, right. So it's that's two there. strikes. One more and I'm done. Okay. Um, Happy Christmas War is over. Um, no. All right, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you got you got to take into account you've got newer, newer artists that... Mm. Um, since oh, those songs. no, this is going to be really sad. This is going to be like... Uh, so some of these are not what you expect. Justice Beaver and Elton John. Justice Beaver. Is that in there? Justice Beaver's in there, yeah. Uh, Coldplay, Christmas Lights. So let me give you the top 10. Or I'll count you down. So. Yeah, sorry, I'm just interrupting all the time. Just shouting around. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. It Keep shouting, like, sir. Feels like a game. In at number 10, Do They Know It's Christmas? The 1984 version of oh, Band-Aid. days, yeah. Uh, in at number 9, Snowman by Sia. Okay, yeah, great track. Yeah. Oh, wait, by Sia, that's a new version. Yeah. Okay, no, not great track. Haven't heard it. Uh, number seven, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. Oh, that's a classic. So we're mixing some older ones with newer ones. Yeah. Uh, number six, Jingle Bell Rock, Bobby Helms. Yep, great. Number five, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee. Ooh, I'm okay with that. It's not... Yeah. 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 It's still a classic. Yeah. And the king of Christmas comes in at number four. Yep. Yep. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, by Michael Bublé. Oh, the Bublé. The Bublé Meister. He's got to have a track in there. I thought that was Bing Crosby. Or have I just completely got that wrong? Someone, uh, someone, someone tell me what I've got wrong and what I've got I'm right. not sure if it's a, a cover, um, but yeah, cool. possibly. Number two. No, sorry, number three. Santa. <laughs> because three comes No, next. I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing when you like, I'm not sure if it's a cover. I was like, hmm. Popular things that people say in a furniture shop. Oh, that's a nice throw. Yeah, I don't know if it's a cover. <laughs> Where did your head I go? I don't know. It just went, went a it. weird place. Yeah. Okay, and at number three. Um... Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande. That's what it sounds like. I wish you could see in podcast people's faces because mine's dead right now. What, what yeah. the fuck? And, um... Nothing against Ariana Grande. She's lovely, but... The, the top two Christmas songs sp- played on Spotify won't surprise you. Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah. Number oh. two and number one, All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah. Do you think the film um, Love Actually has anything to do with that? Quite possibly, as a as a big part. Um, yeah, yeah, because that's probably in the maybe the top ten Christmas films. Yeah. Ever yeah, uh, played every year, streamed every year. 
and, and and not just at Christmas as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was that's the top ten Spotify all time global streaming. So, favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, that's this is a difficult choice. I find. Um, I've probably got a top five that. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, hard to choose between. But um, give us two then. Give us two. All right. Well, I'll give you the I'll give you the ones I have to watch every every year. Okay. Because I'm like. I can't go do a Christmas without watching these. Um, Elf. Yep. You know, although it's a fairly newer a film c- compared to the others, it's got to be watched every year. And what's Christmas without a bit of Arnie? Jingle All The Way. Oh, really? I love Jingle All The Way. Wow. Didn't see that coming. It was Turbo Man. It was Turbo Dime. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't do you, see. I didn't do you like see, that film? Uh, it's not. It's not my favourites. No, but I'm, I'm not saying I don't like it. Um, Elf, exactly the same as you. Yeah. Like, Elf is. I had this thing for the last sort of four or five years where Elf has been. You know, it's Christmas when you start. You you were like, we're allowed to watch Elf on the first of December. Yeah. That's yeah. That's I saw someone post on Facebook this year. Uh, I think it was like mid to late November that they were watching Elf and I was like absolutely not two more weeks that is a crime against Christmas yeah just just hold out two more weeks yeah Yeah, so Elf um, my my favourite I mean there's loads of great Christmas movies there's also loads of really really shit Christmas movies I agree they even dedicate a whole movie channel yeah yeah there is Christmas 24 and stuff like that my wife fucking loves it. Have you ever tried watching some of those films? I can't. It's horrendous. I literally, I, 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 I want something that happens to the television, so I don't. Have it's to all watch like it. super sweet Christmas, isn't it? It's like, oh. let's go make sugar angels in the snow. Yeah, and it's like, and there's, there's the, the like the really, really like, uh, so predictable storyline that's going yeah. on, and you're just like, it's like this, this forced like happy ending love story thing. Um, yeah, it's just over the top. And over I'm just top. like, watch this, put my head in a blender. Watch this, <laughs> put my head in a blender. And halfway through the film, I'm like, head in a blender, that looks okay over there. Right, edging closer towards the blender. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I just can't do it. No, <laughs> oh, no. She, yeah, what, what she says. I can't do it. Yeah, exactly it's, that. Oh, it's horrific. Um, and then people, when I tell people what my favourite Christmas movie is, they're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? It's Home Alone. Home Alone is epic. I was looking on the Disney on Disney Plus the other day, and um, oh, Home Alone one, oh, Home Alone two, Home Alone three, Home Alone four, Home Alone again with um, what's her face, Ellie Kemper, which I haven't watched yet, but um, I'm, I'm kind of like, do you want to watch this? Uh, wouldn't it? It you couldn't see her as um, sorry, but she's completely typecast now. You couldn't see her as anything but Aaron. Exactly. Memphis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of holding off watching that one, but Home Alone one and two, just awesome, brilliant, and, and, and like definitely Christmas films. Yeah, love them, love them so much. So Home Alone one, um, it's just so good, so so good. Yeah, and yeah, I, I kind of for years Elf was my favorite, and then like yeah. recently I've been like, no, actually, do you know what? Home Alone is definitely my favorite because it's just, yeah. it's just wholesome. It's silly. It's hilarious. And it's got it pulls the heartstrings a little bit as well. Absolutely, yeah. I'm probably gonna every year that might it might change what what film I think is like. Yes, that's the best Christmas film. But um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation has got to have a, a mention because I think it's just timeless. That one. 
It, yeah, it is. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and Grinch. I have to watch the Grinch every year. Oh, which version? The Jim Carrey version. The the Grinch is just awesome. And yeah, Jim Carrey makes it. What guy? It's, it's one of my favourite Christmas films. I, I do watch it every single year, but it's not in my top three, but it's Scrooged with it's Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that film. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just so, so fucking good. So good. And uh, yeah, really enjoy that. Okay. Um, so, I, don't, I don't think we can choose a, an all-time favourite there. but No, I think we, we, we've chatted through some good ones, but it brings me on to a, a subject which is very close to lots of people's hearts at this time of year. You ready? Go. So, it, it's a question that I really want everybody to have a think about and let us know on the chat what you think. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho! Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I can hear a lot of people um, shouting right now. Oi! Go, go in. Well, of course it is. Of course it's a Christmas film, Chris. Okay. And a lot of people going, well, is it though? Okay, so let's define it. You know, you know, you know when people do things on social media where they're like, right, let's settle this once and for all. Yeah. And then they go into some like, is a Jaffa cake a biscuit or a cake? And I just thought, I'm not interested mm. when people say, because like, who the fuck are you to decide that? No. Yeah. And we're not doing that here for sure. It's literally... This is just our opinion, right? Literally that. So is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I do not think that it is. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. And that was the easy one. <laughs> well, shall we move on? No, um, I think that phrase needs, needs rephrasing. What? Is Die Hard a traditional Christmas film? I, I think that know. should be the question. But it's not even a modern Christmas film. It's well, just no, a film that's shot at Christmas. Yeah, because... You know, there's a there's a party going on, a Christmas Christmas party, there's decorations in the lobby. It's I think it's a film set at Christmas time. Yeah. But it's not a Christmas themed film. Well, I, I was in my head like, okay, so how do we like categorize a Christmas film? And I think it boils down to one thing. It's like that the film has to show Christmas spirit and Christmas cheer. And yes, there's a party going on in Nakatomi yeah. uh, Plaza, but that's not really Christmas spirit and Christmas cheer. That's just, you know, it, there's not like tiny tim or anything like that going on or there's not the kind of you know pulling at your heartstrings kind of like oh he's just trying to get back to his wife he's like no no he's just taking on a a group of eastern european fucking terrorists and trying to Mm. you know stop them from killing those people so yeah are there candy canes are there snowballs quite possibly yes are there presents yes (laughs) but is it invoking the christmas spirit no it's not a set it's not central to the theme of the of the the movie exactly so I don't choose to watch that film at Christmas because what's the point? You can watch it any time of the year, right? Mm. So, therefore, it's not a Christmas film. Because you don't watch it at Christmas? Yeah. Okay. That's just my, my opinion. I, I, yeah. I was like, I, w- I want to be a bit more like get under the hood with it and kind of be a bit more scientific. And I was like, I think that's how I'm going to rationalise it, is it, it's, it. It's not a film that invokes the Christmas spirit. Therefore, it is not a Christmas film. Completely agree. Um, Bruce Willis says it's not, either. He did on his roast, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. Bruce Willis's roast. <laughs> it's very funny. Demi Moore came out and yeah. she she gave him some shit. It was good fun. Um, whilst we're on that topic, actually, if Demi if Demi Moore, we, no, no, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Demi Moore, Demi. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, whilst we're talking about is Die Hard a Christmas film, I would then say, can you put Gremlins into that topic? Yeah, Gremlins in the Christmas film. 
you know, although there is the gift of giving presents and uh, it's surrounded by by Christmas, mm-hmm. it's not a Christmas film. No, because it's about things that you don't get wet after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said or is it don't get wet no don't get them wet at all and don't feed them after midnight something like that yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be terrible with a mogwai yeah you would terrible and pop 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 they're fucking everywhere partly you could put home alone into that bracket yeah but it invokes the Christmas spirit it does because she's getting home she's, she's got to go home at Christmas to get him because she's she's a terrible parent yeah but this the film is about bad parenting and um, theft at Christmas or just house robbery, you know. So you you could put that into the same bracket as no. as is is the Hard of Christmas. I'm, g- I'm going to disagree because Kevin relies heavily on the Christmas spirit, and he he speaks to the Santa, and he makes the wish with the Santa, and he prays for his mum dad to come back. And there's the nativity scene, and there's the church, and there's a lot of stuff about Christmas spirit. Or the toy store. In the second one, massively. Yeah, yeah. But in the first one as well, when he, when he, you know, the the South Bend shovel slayer, who he meets in church, yeah. and um, and you know the nativity scene, and and the whole like when he goes to see the Santa mm. in the mall and stuff like that. So I think there's a lot of Christmas spirit in that. So that's why I'm kind of like that. That is a Christmassy film. Okay, you you fight your corner well. I like it. But yeah, no, I think uh, there's probably a lot of other Christmas films we haven't mentioned that could fit in that that bracket of is it a Christmas film. Um, but the verdict from us guys is Die Hard is not. Yeah, uh, let us know what you think. Um, socials, chat at brainstew.co.uk, at brainstew pod everywhere. And, you know, hit, hit us with your thoughts. Christmas food. Yeah. Best and versed. I like what you did there. Yeah. That was very, uh, <laughs> very German. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a joke that, that can back that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so christmas food yeah the good the bad and the fugly oh right well, brussels sprouts absolutely not is brussels sprouts with with um traditional christmas dinner is is this like a british thing or is it like a global thing yeah i often wonder that is is it um a Brussels thing. <laughs> <laughs> or are they just sprouting up everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just fucking terrible. So I, I listened back to one of the episodes the other day and the puns are just mm. absolutely ferocious. Um, well, we do love a shit joke here at Brain Street. We do. We manufacture them. <clears throat> but um, yeah, uh, do you like Brussels? Dear, I curry. You, you don't need any more <laughs> uh, windy <laughs> foodage. Yeah, it's it's a it's a gusty old day here on <laughs> Boxing Day at Brainstew HQ. Uh, yeah, no, I, I love Brussels. When I did the curries a couple of years ago, I did um, curried Brussels sprouts as well. With, yeah, I like um, instead of doing like um, Bombay potatoes, I did Bombay sprouts. Oh. They were fucking great. It was so <laughs> good. And yeah, it was as bad as I it. wouldn't mind trying that. I, I had a, someone made for me once Brussels with bacon and yeah. Red cabbage That's and something nice. else, yeah, and red wine. It was that that, that wasn't bad. Nuts in there as well, yeah, a bit nuts, yeah, yeah. like cashews or something. Yeah, um, cashews. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, that was that one bad. But the yeah. the Brussels in its own little pocket of fart. No thanks. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. What are the what are the traditional British Christmas or traditional Christmas foods do you not like? Hmm. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know if. How many people have it on their their meal? But I don't like the turnip. People have the um. Sorry, not the turnip, <laughs> not the turnip. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just. Saying Your eyes were like, what the fuck? I was like, I, what I meant to say was the parsnip. Parsnip. I was going to say like turnip, turnip. Have I ever ate a turnip? 
<laughs> the ro- the roasted parsnip is where I was going with that. Um, can't say I've ever had a turnip on me dinner. What I don't like on my Christmas dinner is the marrow. <laughs> or the courgette. Yeah. The massive courgette. Um, yeah, wow. No, no. So, some people have um, turnip for Christmas, don't they? Apparently so. No, but um, no, parsnip. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got to admit, I'm, I'm not massively parsnip orientated. I, I guess I'll have one maybe, but um, I used to like put it in the same category as Swede. Uh, oh, in, I do love a, a in... buttery Swede. <laughs> <laughs> oh, butter my Swede! <laughs> Delicious, mate. <laughs> no, um, we were talking about this today, actually, oh. whether to have um, cauliflower cheese. Oh. So we, I think we're ditching off the uh, the cauliflower. You think just having cheese? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sorry. Ditching off the broccoli and having um, cauliflower cheese this year. Broccoli, 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 yeah. Bit of bread sauce, no? Which I, um, I, I the first meal I had at my in-laws, I called um, porridge once. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, down. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and the joke. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I'm just trying to think of other, other foods at Christmas that um, I'm not a fan of. Anything with ginger in it. I'm not a fan of ginger. Spice Girls. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, like, gin, like you know, who you have a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> I just like a whole list of like people that have ginger hair. I was like, okay, like just pick out these films. No, I'm not gonna do it. Continue. No. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, Back in the room. I saw today. I've been food shopping today, so this is a oh, on my mind. But um, there was a two foot long um, pigs and blankets. Oh wow! Yeah, two single footlongs or a two footlong. Um, two single footlongs in a in a packet. Wow! Which I was tempted to buy, but I was a bit like, it's quite expensive for what it was. To be fair, but it's a footlong vegan blanket. <clears throat> yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, so I bought. I actually bought some pigs in blankets, candy cane shaped. I, I've my head just went to literally like uh, a candy cane in the flavour of pigs in blankets. No, they were, they were like little hooks of. Uh, oh, that's amazing. Pigs in blankets. Because it seems to be a thing now where like pigs, pig, I'll put my teeth back in. Pigs in blanket flavoured stuff. Yeah, like, like crisps. Yeah, yeah, and um, supermarkets and like sort of you know where you get your, your little meal deal lunches and doing pigs in blanket sandwiches. Yeah. Oh, how good they. I know, but it's just like. It's just cashing in, isn't it? Yeah. Let's cash in on Christmas. <laughs> but I like the the flavoured stuff. So like the crisps and that, I'm like, no, that's just smoky bacon flavoured crisps. Yeah, it is. Oh, it says pigs in But let's, re- let's rebrand this, change the name. And, um, you know, people like us are going to buy it. You're not in on it. <laughs> no, I just buy a pig in blanket. Yeah. There was a, um, there's a, there's a chip shop around here that does a battered pig in blanket. Do Christmas. they? Yeah. And they do a, a fo- they do a foot long. Um, it's Codfathers. A jumbo. Yeah, they do a foot long mm. um, in a roll, and then they do a battered pigs in blankets as well. Oh, that sounds. Um, it's yeah, hefty. It's nice. Hefty. Yeah, it's a proper. I can. I think I've shared one before. Like it was like four of us, and we had like, like chopped it up and had a bit. But yeah, because yeah, it's deep fried as you well. You can eat a whole one. No. No. 
Um, so, what was your original question, my friend? <laughs> Um, how you doing, mate? You're yeah. right. <laughs> no, um, I, I basically, I think we were just saying, like, what is your, what's the work, what's the Christmas food you don't like? Yeah, because I think it's easy to go through all the stuff that we do like because it's mm. kind of you know it's your traditional stuff. But I think I think Brussels was up there for me. Get that away from me. Not into that. Mm. And uh, <laughs> and turnips. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, turnips. Yeah, yeah. Mine was marrows. Yeah. Um, skunks. I don't like. Skunks. No, I don't think it's a lot. But grilled skunk on a Christmas dinner is just odd. What would uh, what do you reckon Dwight Schrute would have for Christmas? Beetroots, obviously. So the beets on the side, but what do you reckon his main sort of meat would be? Probably roadkill. It'd be some sort of like raccoon or yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, it would be horse, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's got a machine that can turn a horse into nineteen <laughs> hamburgers. Um, yeah. Oh, Down on Shrew I'm farms. excited for nibbles this year. All the nibbles. Oh, okay. The crisps, the nuts. I thought it was like a TV show or something. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I'm so out of the loop with all this shit. It's like, <laughs> no. what is Nibbles? Who, who, who's in that? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that, the, the snacking of Christmas, that's my favourite bit. Yeah. It used to be, it, it, as you grow up, it goes like sort of like the presents. Yeah. To then like the going out drinking. And then now it's like the food. Christmas is all about the food. And it's just like, yeah. And it's that. And it's, yeah, I'm kind of, so like, it used to be, we used to have this tradition where every Christmas Eve we would go out and get absolutely shit-faced. Yeah, but people did this Christmas Eve, and it would just, like, ruin your next two days. So I've had some of my best Christmas days absolutely steaming, hanging out my ass, because you just get on it. And it literally just becomes a case of, you know, you get up, throw up a little bit, have some (laughs) breakfast, brush your teeth. <laughs> is this like living with your parents still though so yeah th- this would have been like when i was about um i was about 18 yeah 18, 19 so yeah like literally been out on it until like four in the morning come home um get into bed wake up still drunk at like seven o'clock in the morning everybody's up you're like all right up here we go everyone's laughing at you because you're still drunk you're laughing at you because <laughs> you're still drunk uh tactical vomit and then basically a bit of breakfast and then the the earliest possible opportunity you can grab a beer in with a beer, all of a sudden you're just topping up and the rest of the day is just fucking great. Down the pub at midday, a oh. couple more beers, Christmas dinner, asleep by five o'clock, wake up about nine, bit of gam and ham, beers, out your mates. I Two years, abs- or three years did that, absolutely fucking brilliant. One year we went to a, a local pub and they were doing a raffle in there and um, we won loads of bottles of wine and it was like it was this stupid raffle where it was like you paid like I think it was like a pound a ticket yeah. and there was like loads of like dummy prizes like you can win like a, a can of creamed corn and it was just <laughs> stuff like that and we literally won about six bottles of red wine Ooh. so we were just sat in the pub getting absolutely fucking wankered and then like as the night got on it was just like we'll just open a bottle of and just open these bottles of wine. And yeah, just, just mix red wine with it. lager. Or... But because there were so many people in the pub and that, like we left this pub at like four, like pub should have shut at half 11. But we like left at like four in the morning. And I remember going home and being like, oh, best thing for a hangover. Um, it's milk, isn't it? Oh, no. Yeah, again, I was like 17, 18. And it's like, obviously, no, no, milk's what you drink beforehand to line your stomach. Yeah. When you get in at that time, drinking milk is just going to curdle everything yeah so, so that I, was messy right brilliant after that touch of genius got home pint of milk spewed like a bucket like a dustbin full of sick absolutely brilliant <laughs> because emptied it all out next morning woke up feeling great <sighs> yeah i suppose it's better to be out then than 
sitting in your system all night. Yeah, if I did that now, A, I'd die. <laughs> but B, <laughs> I, I would not get up until like the 27th. It's such a British thing as well, isn't it, to get absolutely wanker and then go, how do I, uh, how do I sort this out? Another beer? <laughs> <laughs> so, have you seen that thing on Facebook where there's like, um, it's not Facebook, I think it's, it's on Instagram or something, but there's like, um, there's um, American guys um, getting drunk and, and this guy's like, like American guy uh, hung over and he's like, he wakes up and he's like, oh man, I had such a good time, but I'm so drunk. Oh man. <laughs> And then it's like the British version. <laughs> just this guy's like, why am I in a field? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I love that video. Like, yeah, I've been that guy. I wake up in a few fields in my time. Like, Where the fuck am I in a field? <laughs> the fuck am I? What happened last night? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, I can totally see. I'm not saying that like American guys wouldn't wake up in a yeah. field. It's just like that thing I was like, it does typify how like stupid ass drunk we get for the sake of just getting drunk and it's, it's yeah a, yeah it is a social thing it is good fun but yeah it's just yeah it's a british thing isn't it just get on it and it's and to be fair like every every christmas eve um that that tradition that we had has kind of like disappeared now that we've all got kids and and mm. stuff like that but it, it tends to be that we will try and do a get together around that time and there's a lot of people who will go out and still do it like they were 17. Oh, you can't keep up with uh, it, no. Jaegers are coming out, and you know, and it's like, right, they're <sighs> off here, right? Shots, everyone, shot, and just like, Zambuca, and you're like, mate, it's half eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in bed by half Yeah, like, literally two things. Like, yeah. literally, we've only been out for an hour, and the second thing is, I'm going home in half an hour because I want to go to bed. So, yeah. No, what, what, why is it you get, I don't know, above 30, 32, and you're like, Oh, actually, I prefer to uh, have a longer sleep tonight than, than have that extra beer. Or... It's the hangover. You, you can't do it. You just I don't know why it, why it is. You hit a certain time, mm. and a hangover when you were seventeen will will last three days. Now, mine mine was when I was twenty five. That's when it switched. Yeah. It went from being um, a really really kind of like I can drink four days in a row, and we'll go to work, and it will be fine. So now, if I have four pints, <laughs> I'm like, oh, can I get tomorrow off? I'm going to feel this in the morning. And my, mine was at 25, and it just went downhill from there. But I think it's also, it's been in practice with it. Yeah. I'm not advocating drinking lots and lots. But the more your body's used to it, the easier it gets to kind of function yeah, absolutely. on it. But I try and do it throughout December of just having a beer here, having a beer there, just to kind of keep my hand in. But... There's no. no, there's no way I can go out and do like an, like when I went out for the work thing last weekend, I had I had four or five beers in and amongst a load of barbecued food. Yeah, and I was great the next day. Woke up feeling fine, no hanger, no nothing. I was like, this is great. But the rest of them went out and got in at like seven in the morning. Nah, I was just like I'm good for that. I prefer to just sip a nice drink now. <laughs> <laughs> Quaffa brandy. Yeah, with, <laughs> with my cigar. Quaffa brandy in my smoking jacket on, on the balcony. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good for you, mate. It's cool story. Ho! Ho, ho, ho. I love it. Ooh. Oh, that was so seamless. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> you can always cut this bit out. No, I'm going to keep it in. I always <laughs> say I'm going to cut it out and then I keep it in. <laughs> yeah, we like to show you guys there where, where we mess up. Why not? It, it shows that it's authentic and this isn't an overproduced show because clearly if you think it is an overproduced show, you've not listened to shows <laughs> before. Anyway, I hope you guys are currently... Um, Chomping away on some um, some cheeky nibbles or some, some festive uh, nuts. Some festive nuts while you listen to the show. Um, what are you drinking? Chat at brainstorm.co.uk. What are you drinking right now? Just just simply chuck that in email. Just vodka. If like Jay, you're quaffing a brandy. <laughs> or like me, you're drinking Pepsi Max Cherry from a can. Or uh, just just write the word eggnog. We'll know what you're doing. Have you ever had eggnog? Yeah, I'm not into it. I've never had eggnog. No? No. No, nah, don't bother, mate. All right, okay. Not worth it. Anyway, so cool story, ho, ho, ho. Cool story. Go. Oh, cool story, go, ho, ho. Love how it. Have, how have we got to this part of this fucking series that mm. I've never done that before? Um, cool story. Go. You literally haven't, have you? No. No. I feel like we need to do all 38 episodes again. <laughs> no, let's not. No, no, please don't. Okay, right. All right, so what if I do is find... Um, some traditions from around the world. Okay. So as a, as the stories for tonight, but um, so I've picked five countries, and I'm going to tell you what their tradition is. Okay. And a little bit, a little bit about it. So, uh, you pick one to five. Okay. And I'll I'll give you that, baby. <laughs> I'm scared. All right. uh, number two, please, James. So number two is the. Ready. I am ready. Go. Thank you. <laughs> this brings you the tradition of Japan. Yep. Uh, so although Christmas isn't a holiday, a tr- tradition national holiday of Japan, rather. <laughs> I'm scared. Why am I doing anything? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Why? You're talking about Japan. Just, I'm just, scared you're going to push my buttons. I'm not going to push anything. Just, just. All right. Go. So the, the Japanese, Chris. Japanese, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> They enjoy the KFC bargain buckets for Christmas. Fuck off. Legit? No. Legit. No. I'll tell you why, okay? Go. So, Christmas is... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, was, I, thought, <laughs> I was doing so well. <laughs> I thought I was going to do it without laughing. Right. Oh, that was great. Serious face. Yep. Christmas isn't a national holiday in Japan, but a group of foreign foreigners tried and failed to find Turkey in their country on Christmas Day. And opted for chicken instead. So KFC saw a gap in the market. Um, thanks to the successful Kurisumasu Niwa Kentucky, which translates as the Kentucky for Christmas, uh, a marketing campaign in 1974, um, Japan now can't get enough of festive bargain buckets. Our Japanese followers, um, please let us know if Jay nailed the pronunciation there, because I'm 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 in awe of your efforts. Do you want to hear that again? I, I think yeah um, yeah. Um, okay. uh, ka masu niwa kantake. He's the way you started. You went ka. You sound like a northerner saying car. Yeah. <laughs> you get so, the bus uh, in the car today. Car. I, 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 don't, 
I don't believe that's a national thing for Japan. I think there's probably a small area, but we'll with more I just can't more research. Imagine, maybe like, well, what about the fucking queues? Yeah, like literally, like oh, it's the twenty fifth of December. Everyone goes to KFC. Yeah, and it's just like you fucking every. Could you imagine that? Could you it, believe it? I don't know. No, I can't no. because the infrastructure of Japan must mean that there is an absolute fuck ton of KFCs to cater yeah. for every single person, almost every single person heading out there at Christmas. No, no. I reckon it's just in, in some t- some cities. Japanese or. followers, please let us know if this is fact or fiction. Yeah. Okay. All right. One, two, three, or four, five. Go. Three. Not two, though, obviously. Okay. Three is the. Ready? Yep. Go. <laughs> is the, uh, <laughs> the Christmas tradition of the state of Arizona. Okay. Okay. So their tradition is Santa and machine guns. Your face. I can't do it. <laughs> I know. Okay. Right, so it may sound like the latest offering from the team behind the film Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, but this is a genuine Christmas tradition in the American state. Since 2010, Arizona's Scottsdale Gun Club has hosted what may well be the oddest selfie opportunity of the holiday season, a snap of you with Jolly Santa and an AK-47. Club spokesman Ron Kennedy said in 2011, people decide to celebrate the holiday in unique ways. Some choose to do it with Santa at the mall, others in front of a tree. Our members and customers like to do it with Santa and machine guns. Yeah, I think this is um this is quite a uh an odd thing for yeah. British people because we don't have guns readily available uh, in, Absolutely the, in the UK. And um and it is a really kind of like um a freak out moment thing because it's just like, well guns like you like speaking to, like speaking to people who like you know um, American friends who ha- who own guns. It's just like, yeah, you have been like, oh my god, like what you've got like more than one gun? What the fuck, man? Yeah. Whereas here, it's like like what weapons do you have? And it's like I've got plunger. <laughs> <laughs> you come near me, I'll plunge your face because it's been in the toilet. Don't mess with me, mate. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. And it's it's, it's just it's a, it's such a surreal idea for us that someone would have a weapon. Yeah, if you knew somebody with a gun here, you'd be like. That guy's got a gun. Do the police know? Yeah, and and that's literally or like you know shot shot uh, shotgun. You've got a license for it. Yeah, but, but it's literally like so that whole thing is a completely alien concept to us, isn't it? Yeah, which but is weird. Very weird. Selfie at Christmas with with Santa and an AK. Mm. AK. Okay. All right. Number one. What we got? Number one. Number one, Chris. You ready? It's Germany. Okay. We're over to the Germans. Yeah. The tradition at Christmas of hide the pickle. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you want to play hide the pickle? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ow. Ow. Absolutely. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where's he put the pickle? It's a very old okay. Christmas Eve tradition in Germany to hide a pickle or the ornament variety in the branches of the Christmas tree. I've sure I've seen this in like a an animation or something somewhere. But yeah. in the morning the child who finds it first gets a special gift from Santa. While the first <laughs> the first adult traditionally gets good um, good luck for the coming year. Okay. Yeah. So questions. You're gonna be rooting through the Christmas tree in the morning. Yeah. Imagine we're all scrambling down the stairs to get to the tree to find the pickle. Yeah, literally, wouldn't someone just like rugby tackle the tree to the floor and then be like, you know, <laughs> rip it apart to find this pickle? Yeah. 
just seems a bit... A bit strange, isn't it? Yeah. Germany, I love you, but on this I've got to say no. Apparently, yeah. Well, I'm just going off uh, yeah. my source, which is Google. Yep. Could be wrong, Chris. Go. All right, would you like another? Yeah, let's go for number four. Number four is closer to home. Oh, okay. Um, this you is ready? coming at you. I'm ready. Go. From the Isle of Man. Yep. Yep. Do you want to know what the tr- tradition is? Yep. Hunt the wren. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay, so if you go out for an afternoon stroll on Boxing Day on the Isle of Man, you may come across a gang of men and women's, women singing and banging sticks. Don't, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> don't panic. Merry Christmas to everybody. This is centuries old. Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> and a Celtic tradition. Merry Christmas <laughs> to everybody. Called Hunt ho, ho, the Red. Ho. Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> oh, just reverb Santa there. Merry Christmas. Is it going for a tunnel? What <laughs> 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 the fuck was that? Sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. Isle of Man, Hunter Wren, lots of people banging sticks, sticks and... A Celtic tradition. Okay. Hunt the Wren. All right. Um... Alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, originally it was quite a bloodthirsty ritual. We were hunting a wren. Yeah? Yeah, nice. <laughs> Gangs would scour the countryside looking for the tiny sacred bird to trap and kill it as a sacrifice. Before it was plucked and buried in a local church with much pomp and a ceremony. So You know you, you know how big a, a wren is, right? Yeah, just nothing. So years ago, right, I worked in a... I mean, years ago, we're talking 20-odd years ago. Mm. I worked in a catering environment, as most young people do. Yeah. And a bird flew in to the restaurant. And someone said, oh, quick, catch it, catch it. What's the best way to catch a bird in a restaurant? Well... I would imagine like some sort of like net if yeah, you've got a but you haven't got one's hand obviously. So it's on the floor. Yeah. So you say throw throw a tea towel over it. Because no. you throw a tea towel over it and it's trapped under the weight of the tea towel. Yeah. Smart. Scoop the tea towel up, release the bird. Yeah. This guy did exactly that. Threw the tea towel over the bird. Did it fly around the room with the tea towel? No. <laughs> no, got the tea towel then with said caught bird. Twisted the end of the tea towel and whacked the bird against a wall. In front of people eating? No, there's no idea before opening. But you, when, when you go like, yeah, get, get, catch the bird. <laughs> At what point did anyone instruct you? Make a tourniquet, now just smash its brains in. How did we go from like naught to fucking stupid in, in so quickly? That was quite the uh, the instinct reaction from that yeah, guy. Just, just like, you know, all right, some people catch a fly or a wasp and they're right, dead. Yeah. Newspaper. That was the equivalent, but the amount of effort to, like, right, it's another thing, right, I've got it. Twist, 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 twist. twist. <laughs> the fuck? Jeez. Yeah. Is, is he all right? Well, he's dead, mate. <laughs> oh, the guy. Yeah, you got your uh, mate. I have not. He's not my mate. Um, but yeah. Yeah. How fucked up is that? 
poor bird. So the Wren people. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. This guy must have some sort of, you know. Yeah, maybe. The maybe Man. Yeah, maybe it, um, his ancestors were were these guys. Mm. A bit fucked up. Yeah, so let us know. I, I I don't know if we have listeners on the Isle of Man. Um, if this tradition still happens, because it's a pretty mm. shitty tradition, isn't it? Catching a small bird and fucking killing it. What, what are you doing out Boxing Day? Yeah. Smacking sticks around, trying to I find s- a tiny bird. <laughs> All right, see your last one. Um, comes from Catalonia, Spain. Oh, Catalonia. Um, and it's called the Poing Man. Okay. <laughs> uh, we all know three, okay. wi- three wise men visited the baby Jesus. But in Catalan... Tr- no, sorry. But the Catalan tradition, there's an extra chap on the scene. Face. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I just. You couldn't deal with the word chap then. No, it's not that. It's just the. Oh. Oh, it was like we're back when we were talking about that lady's surname, <laughs> Chap- <laughs> Chapping. Uh, Anita Chapping. Okay. <laughs> um. There's an extra chap on the scene, though his gift leaves a lot to be desired. The man in question is a Kaganer or a Kaganer, a charming figurine of a peasant man wearing the Catalan red cap with his trousers down taking a poo. The name El Kaganer literally means the crapper or the shitter. The Catalonians' obsession with festive defecating doesn't stop there. There's also <laughs> the Cagatio. A pooping wooden log, pardon the pun, with a painted face and two front legs. It appears in homes on December the 8th every year and is fed by children until Christmas Day, where it's beaten up and poops out presents, which are usually the goodies it's consumed. What the fuck you know is wrong with these people? So yeah, that's, uh, I haven't got a picture to show you, but there was a big sort of a, a town centre statue of this guy with his trousers down and he's... um. Yeah, Force, hit, forcing out a Yule log. Yeah, we here to see the baby Jesus. Oh, okay. Um, how many of you is there? There's four. We're kings. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, bought you some gifts. Oh, that's very thoughtful. Thank you. Because yeah. he's the Messiah. Okay, well, no, appreciate it. We, we don't know that. He's just a baby. But okay, cheers. Thanks, man. What have you got? Um, gold. Oh, well done. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. What's he got? A bit, bit of frankincense. Oh, nice. Don't know what that is, but okay. And myrrh. Nobody knows what fucking myrrh is, you know. All right. All right. And fourth guy, we're only expecting three. You're the fourth guy. <laughs> what did you bring? Me? I've, I've just shat in a Tupperware container for you. It's fresh. Bought you a bum cigar, mate. Of course it is. It's Tupperware. But why have you done that? He bought gold and frankincense and myrrh. You bought shit in a tub. <laughs> what? It's a bit of a shit gift. It's just... And then they feed the shit and it shits out more shit and that's their presents. Yeah. It's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? No, it's fucking normal. Yes, it's mental. <laughs> yeah, absolutely fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. Well, pop over to Catalonia for Christmas, mate, if you fancy... Um, I don't want to. I'm worried I'll get gifted some see, shit. Seeing that in person. Open it up and it's yesterday's fucking Vindaloo in a box. Fuck um, so that was Cool Story... Oh, it should have been Cool Story Snow. Oh. Could have bought you snowy stories. Anyway, happy Christmas, everybody. 
wow. What, I'm, 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 an, I'm absolute. All right, shush. Um, our Catalonian friends, please let us know what the deal is with the shitting guy. Yeah. Um, just very, I suppose, similar to the the guns thing in the states mm. and us not understanding, you know, the freedom to do that versus having a king who shits in a tub. Weird. Mm. Feels like it's taken a bit of an odd twist. The older. The old brain shoe Christmas day. So should we round it off with, um, I've got one subject for you, James. Okay. We're going to do a totally topical. I, I, are you ready for the Christmas totally topical? Let's hear it. All right. This is live, by the way, so Ooh. I don't have a jingle for this. So you're just going to have to bear with me on this one. Ready? Totally topical. It's totally topical. Totally topical. Oh, it's totally topical and it's Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just spat all over you. <laughs> I had a, you had proper Buble vibes going on there. Yeah, and then just the fucking weird high pitch guy that, that turns up. All right, so as we're getting older, can you remember um, when you were when you were growing up hmm. and was there one christmas where you wanted one particular toy you were like oh my god i really really wish i had this toy Ooh. one springs to mind what toy was um, it stretch armstrong oh wow do you remember him yeah yeah mm. yeah well, my my kids have one i think do you want to borrow it oh that would bring back proper nostalgia vibes um sadly I did well. I did get it, which is not the sadly part, but and made up, loved it. My um, cousin popped over, stuck a pin in it. Oh, what a bastard! Why would you do that? So all his like stretchy gooiness just spilled out everywhere. He was he was no longer stretchy. <laughs> Go ahead, mate. Flaccid Armstrong. Yeah, I loved that present. But um, wow. what about you? Um, I wanted a um, He Man. Oh, um, Castle yes. of Grey Skull. Yes. And I, God, did I want that? And I didn't get it. No. Oh. I got one of the little sub castle things, which was just as good. It wasn't. But <laughs> so we could afford and, you know, hey, hey. But, but, um, but it got me thinking about, like, ah, oh, so what were, like, the toys of the year? Yeah. So I picked the 90s, and we've got from 1990 to 1999. So what do you reckon? were the toys of the year in that time frame okay i think power rangers are in there somewhere yeah power rangers 1994 was the toy of the year oh yeah i loved power rangers i was obsessed with power rangers um ooh, pokemon's not there yet is it 90s no your pokemon game it? boy games in 1999 okay yeah um, what about um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety. Oh, just You're about, smashing just this. in there. Um, ooh, who else was out in that era? Wrestling, wrestling figures. No, I had those when I was at, at school in the nineties. Yeah. Um, Pogs. Yeah, ninety-five. Oh, I've still got some. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Still got some Pogs. Um, so I'm just going back through my my sort of school primary school memories of of toys. What else? Um, obviously, He Man was about, like you say. Um, uh, yeah, no, He Man wasn't a top one. Not mentioned. Um, 
Can't think of anyone else. No. There's how many else have you not mentioned? One, two, three, four, five, six. There's one that I don't think you'll get, which is Tickle Me Elmo. That was nineties. That yeah, it was nineteen ninety six. I remember my my youngest sister getting that. She's oh, really? she's eleven years younger though, so mm. I didn't realize that was nineties. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What else have you got in there? Uh, the very, very first Nintendo Game Boy. Oh, yes. Love 1991. I, yeah. got, I got that. Did that you? Year. Yeah. I, I oh, had Tetris made up. and uh, Super Mario. And, oh, yeah, it's amazing. And I, I, that, that was worth every single penny. That, that was such value. I played on that for years. Yeah. And, yeah, I yeah, know. Oh, that, that was great, great, great game. Um, Tracy Island in 1992. Oh, okay. Um, I remember one year on Blue Peter. Yeah. Um, for um, listeners not in the UK, Blue Peter is like kind of like a kids uh, show on in crafting. Like, yeah, it's like crafting and sort of um, kind of I always say like do goodery stuff, but it was probably yeah. just quite a it's quite it's more it's a like good an mannered in, show, wasn't in, it? informative yeah. sort of um, learning show. But they like ha- showed you how to build your own Tracy Island, which yeah, I remember that really amazing. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nineteen ninety three was the Talk Boy. From Home oh, to yeah. Lost in New York. I really wanted that. Yeah, couldn't couldn't yeah. get one anywhere. Yeah, but really wanted one of those. Um, Power Rangers toys, Pogs, Tickle Me Elmo, Tamagotchi. Oh yeah, nineteen ninety. They've come back around now. Like they're really popular again now. And nineteen ninety eight was Furbies. Oh yeah, they were terrifying. A little bit freaky. Have you seen the sort of like, uh, I want to say evolution they've done with those, but people sort of build onto standard Furbies and they'll like create like housing that's some crazy sort of monstrous creatures and then the Furby goes in it. Wow. It's horrendous. That just sounds like something from Gremlins. Yeah, it's creepy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so totally topical. Those 10 years worth of toys takes you back, doesn't it? Oh, mate. You can just imagine like playing with them now, can't you? What was your best toy? Was, Was it the Stretch Armstrong? No, I was, I was a, a huge Power Rangers fan, and uh, I even had like a costume and everything that my mum made me. <laughs> and um, I, I saved like my paper round money for weeks and weeks and weeks, and to buy like each toy. I love it. Um, yeah, I think it was they was those were like my sacred toys, really. That's cool. Yeah, I remember it's just randomly out of the blue. It just comes to me now, but I think one of the best things I ever got, and I didn't really expect to get it, was. I got micro machines. Oh yeah. But you know when you used to get you get like you could buy like two or like the five in a row, but then they did like the massive like twenty box. Yeah. One Christmas I got a twenty box of them. Amazing. And there were so many cool micro machines in that. And I, I didn't ask for it. It just my parents just or oh, Santa got yeah. it for me. And I was just like Oh, I forgot oh, about that. Days. Micro machines were so cool. Yeah, it was great. And yeah, so I oh, yeah, I think it's the cool thing like when you have kids that like you kind of you start seeing some of these things again. But my only kind of frustration is that because the the world's moved on so much in terms of electronics and video games and you know ipads and stuff like that yeah. a lot of these toys and that you don't tend to see as much of it around it's, no. it's such a shame because it's things like micro machines and he-man and mask oh what uh, about setting up a scale electrics oh yeah a train set yeah Getting a train set for christmas and setting it up in the front room it's literally goes round in a circle all fucking day hours of fun yeah, I mean to be fair, like w- one of the best things ever, and I'm so pleased about this, is still continues to sell really well across the world. And that's Lego. Yeah, because yeah, Lego is just phenomenal. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, but I every Christmas whenever I got Lego, I'd start building it, 
and then Christmas night we'd go to bed and Boxing Day come back downstairs and it'd be fully built. My dad yeah. would build it for me. Yeah, and, and and not not in like a kind of a um, I'm just going to build it. More like a the parents think they're helping you out by doing it. Yeah, and they, they? were because yeah. I couldn't be fucked to build it. Yeah, um, I I like the playing with it part of it rather than the building part of it. And uh, yeah, that was great. But that's one of my favourite things about Christmas. I think is just memories and kind of like if you're if you're lucky enough to have lots of really nice memories for Christmas, it does truly make it a really really good time. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No. Exciting. This. Um. This take. It's sort of. Taking me back a bit to feel like a bit of a kid again. Yeah. Because Christmas is is still nice, but you it's, it's for the kids and the family and, and and enjoying it when when you've got young kids and watching them experience that that feeling of Christmas. So yeah. um, it's I, th- I think people sort of say oh it's really commercialised and it's just like it's probably always been like that. It's just as we go yeah, older, our yeah. perception of it changes because we're on the other end of it now and it's you know we're providing it for our children etc and it, and it is a very very different thing from that viewpoint but um I, yeah it's just a really really nice time of year and it's really good fun to to see the look in their faces when they like oh, they've got what they want and then like the tantrums when sometimes like <laughs> they didn't quite get what they want you're like oh you little shit bag but yeah it's um it is good so good times um, yeah i think that kind of brings us nicely to the end of our lovely uh, brain stew christmas uh, special um uh, we hope you guys have great christmases and great festive seasons and holidays and enjoy well uh, earned time off um and yep. join us um in the new year when we're going to be bringing season two in all of its glory to you yeah have a blast everybody enjoy the time of your family enjoy your snacks your food drink plenty but not too much yeah but not too much and get those uh well-earned zeds in you know time to chill yeah, out chill have time Spend the right amount of time with the right people. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. N- nice sign off, Chris. Yeah. See you next time, everybody. Take it easy. See you next year. Should we fuck this shit off and go down the pub? Let's do it.